Buenos dias from Diamond Springs. This is the Rorschach Venezuela update from Thursday, 16th of December, 2021. A quick summary of what's going down in Venezuela. Venezuelan gastronomy suffered two major losses last week. Armando Scanone, founder and honorary president of the Venezuelan Academy of Gastronomy and author of the book Mi Cocina a la Manera de Caracas, passed away on Thursday night, December 9th, at the age of 99. The book Mi Cocina a la Manera de Caracas not only contains his own versions of Venezuelan dishes, but also compiles most of the traditional recipes of the country's food. On the same day, Ruben Santiago, a chef from Margarita, died at the age of 78. The Venezuelan Academy of Gastronomy informed about his death. Ruben was known for being the creator of the pastel de chucho, a Venezuelan traditional dish that is eaten especially during Holy Week. He was preparing the new version of his book, La Vuelta a la Isla en Ochenta Platos. In Caracas, Museo de Arte Contemporáneo, formerly Museo Sofia Inver, will close its doors due to lack of maintenance. A journalist broke the news through social media. Testimonies of several of its workers denounced that they must beg for contributions to private companies to be able to preserve the building the paints, and sculptures since the national government has no longer taken care of them. Recently, the last room that remained open was closed and no new exhibition is planned. Chiki Lorenz, a drag queen, said in a video on her social media that she had been denied access to a prestigious hotel in Caracas only because her appearance didn't match that of her identity card. This acquisition caused a stir in social media and questioned that the laws haven't been revised to include the LGBTQ plus community. The Attorney General of the Republic, Tariq William Saab, appointed a prosecutor to conduct an investigation into the incident. On Friday, 10th of December, the NGO Provea announced that Venezuela lost the right to vote in the Inter-American Criminal Court for not paying off its debt. Currently, Venezuela owes more than 12 million euros as it has failed to pay for six years the annual fee of around 2 million euros. Although the country could have requested a waiver due to circumstances beyond its control, it has not done so, and its last partial payment was executed in November of 2018. Therefore, Venezuela will not be able to participate in the election to appoint the two prosecutors who will accompany Karim Khan, the prosecutor handling the Venezuela case at the ICC. On Sunday, 12th of December, Vice President Delcy Rodriguez denounced that the Netherlands had not given the necessary permission for the flight carrying the Venezuelan delegation to land in the Hague. The delegation was supposed to meet on Monday, December 13th, with Prosecutor Karim Khan. However, the meeting did not take place because according to statements made by the government of Netherlands, the plane did not have the authorization to land due to security reasons. In economic news, trade between Venezuela and the United States has grown for the first time since 2018, and to the surprise of many, the product has been exported the most to the United States this year has not been oil, but crabs. 
According to Bureau of Economic Analysis, Venezuelan imports exceeded the figure of $1 billion, surpassing almost 20% to that of 2020. Meanwhile, Venezuela's exports to the United States have exceeded $200 million, growing more than 30% over last year. Crab exports exceeded $40 million, the highest figure of the last two decades. Within the country, Nicolás Maduro announced the creation of a special commission for climate change. This body, which will advise the president, has aroused suspicion because it is composed only of governmental personalities and does not include academics or scientists. The commission will have five members in total. Each member will be a representative of a ministry. Meanwhile, within the United Socialist Party of Venezuela, Diosdado Cabello, its president, will create the vice presidency of management and follow-up, which will use a structure called 1 times 10. Though this mechanism, each member of the party will have to recruit 10 people to support the different political leaders in charge of governorship, mayorships, and any type of community organization that may be created. In the last report of the World Health Organization, Venezuela has reduced by half its annual incidence of malaria and the number of malaria cases with respect to 2019. However, with more than 200,000 cases registered during 2020, Venezuela remains a country with the highest number of cases and the highest rate of contagion in Central and South America. And in migrant news, despite the relative economic improvement within the country, William Spindler, Latin America's spokesman for the UN Refugee Agency, reported that approximately 1,000 Venezuelans leave daily for other countries in search of a better life. Moreover, many do so without a passport because it is very difficult to obtain one. Since many of the migrants flee without a passport and enter various countries illegally, it is difficult to determine the number of departures. However, this number has been determined through data managed by the United Nations Refugee Agency in each country. On Wednesday, the 8th of December, relatives of more than 100 missing people on the Venezuelan coast demanded that the public prosecutor's office investigate these disappearances. Johnny Romero, president of the National Committee of Relatives of the Disappeared on Venezuelan coasts, claimed that the missing people cases that date back to 2015 have not been properly investigated. The relatives denounced that many of the missing people had been intercepted by criminal gangs on their escape route and ended up as victims of modern slavery. On Friday, 10th of December, the first accredited university degree was awarded to a Venezuelan migrant in Colombia. Cicel Cabrera has been able to have her university degree accredited in Colombia in order to formally practice her profession. Eduardo Battistini, Juan Gaido, representative in Colombia, informed through his Twitter account and assured that this is the first of many accredited degrees since there are more than 15,000 requests in Colombia of people who want to carry out the same procedure. In the Caribbean, the island of Aruba again extended the closure of its borders to Venezuela. On the 10th of September, Aruba issued a border closure order to commercial, cargo, and mail flights from Venezuela. 
and on the 11th of December, the measure was extended until March 2022. On the 14th of December, the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization declared the festivity of San Juan Bautista in Venezuela an intangible cultural heritage of humanity. This celebration has been held since the 18th century. It is a feast that combines different traditions inherited from sub-Saharan Africa. The Feast of San Juan Bautista is celebrated on June 23rd and 24th, although it can be extended until July 16th in some localities of the coast. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to our show in your favorite podcast listening app to be updated weekly about the big stuff going down in Venezuela. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at venezuela at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram at Rorschach Venezuela and Twitter at Rorschach B. Hasta la próxima! Music.